You're listening to the Simple Pen Podcast, Pinterest for business advice that goes down smooth and easy. Here's your host, Kate All. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Simple Pin Podcast. I'm Kate All of simplepinmedia.com. And today I have Elisa Meredith with me from elisameredith.com. And she has been on the show three times now. You're kind of, you're working into co-host status, Elisa. <laughs> I'm honored, Kate. I'm honored. <laughs> Besides, be. I think I paid you enough when I saw you at Social Media Marketing World that I had to come on at least one more time. <laughs> yes, totally. <laughs> Are you all rested up from that, Kate? Um, no, yes. <laughs> no, yes. Yes, actually I am because I do have to say while we had, we were there for a week and yeah. we went there on Sunday, I took my whole family. And so we went like Legoland, just hardcore, go, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Well, my, this is digressing for a minute, but um, my son still has troubles sometimes with wetting the bed and his sisters refuse to sleep with him because they're afraid they're going to get peed on. <laughs> I don't blame <laughs> so, them. <laughs> I know. So my husband, there was like a rollout bed and then there were two queen beds. Uh-huh. So I ended up sleeping with my middle daughter. He ended up sleeping with my son and then my other daughter slept on the couch. And so I was sleeping with her. She was like kicking me all night long. Uh-huh. So for seven days straight, sleeping with a 10 year old is so not awesome. Uh-huh. So all that to say, I'm actually more rested now because I got to sleep in our bed than when I was there. Oh, so, I'm glad. Yeah. There you go. Well, yeah. little backstory into our family <laughs> dynamics. <laughs> you know, who wants to sleep with who? So, uh, yeah. What about you? Do you feel rested too? Oh, no. No, I got back late Tuesday night and the, the jet lag is powerful. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, see, we don't have to deal with that. So, yeah, you do nice. being on the East Coast, that's a wicked flight right there. Yeah, it, it was kind of rough in the middle seat for the long flight. Um, but, I mean... And for I, those who don't know, Elisa, you are six feet tall, right? Or no, yes. you're 5'11"? I'm six feet tall, yeah. Oh. It's a little so, cramped. <laughs> so, all of you six-footers, think of the middle seat and oh, just... Five hours. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Thank you. The but worst. you know what? It was worth it. I had so much fun. And then my, my friend came out to be with me for a couple of days and we just, oh my goodness, we ate so much. <laughs> yeah, me too. I worked out with my trainer on Tuesday and I was like, when I walked into the gym, I said, I've eaten a lot. I'm just going to tell you that right now. <laughs> I didn't hold back like little Italy, oh my word, you know, yes. snooze, which is the best breakfast place in San Diego. And it's all, there's like a few in Arizona, I think too, in yeah. Nevada, but so yeah, good. We went, I went there twice. So thank you for that recommendation, I think. <laughs> yes, I know. I just added 10 pounds to you. Yes, you um, worth it. It was worth it. Yeah. It, it, I will say I love San Diego. It's one of my favorite cities. So mm. if anybody listening is considering going to social media marketing world next year, I would highly encourage you to. And if you're a blogger, the cool thing is they're going to be coming out with a blogger ticket that is much cheaper and it includes less. But honestly, social media marketing world has so much that if you were going to try to take advantage of every single part of it, you would be... <laughs> 
You you would be just <laughs> spent for yeah. weeks. It'd be like me and, and Kate that that first day out on the balcony yeah. during the keynote with our feet up because yeah. we just couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> you yes, you just you can't keep running that marathon. You got to stop. So the forty session track actually sounds super duper appealing, and it's a lot mm. about content creation. Yeah. And those are the ones that I actually ended up going to the most were content creation and Facebook Live. Facebook yeah. Live was a huge thing that everybody's talking about in video. And so, yeah, put tuck that away. I'll start talking about it a little bit more on the blog and the podcast as we get closer to remind you because prices will go up as we get closer to the date next year. But just tuck it away. Consider it. So... Okay, so we are going to be talking today about some mistakes that we see businesses making on Pinterest. And I started thinking about this actually last week when I was at Social Media Marketing World because I was meeting a lot of corporate people. And that's also what I do like about Social Media Marketing World is that it's a lot of people from a lot of different work environments. So I can hear their perspective as to how they're using social, how they're trying to fold it into their plan. Um, but a lot of them just don't get Pinterest. That's what I kept hearing over and over. Like, how do you, how do I use it? Or how does it fit in? Like people are just generally like, you know, deer in headlights when you say, I work with Pinterest and they're like, oh, (laughs) it's kind of like silence do people how do you use that is it kind of like instagram i'm like no like i use this example a little bit uh, even just recently this week in talking about the workshops because um i sat at that table with that guy who worked for the fertilizer gardening company i don't know if it was a fertilizer company so if you're listening i'm sorry if i forgot the company that you work for but it was really interesting because he was genuinely interested in how to use Pinterest to get more eyes on this um, organic fertilizer company. It was really cool. Mm, but yeah, that could be anyway, fun. could be fun. So Elisa and I have started compiling a list of mistakes. And um, Elisa, I'm going to let you go first. So oh. you pick out your number one mistake you see people making on Pinterest. Oh. Businesses making on Pinterest. Oh goodness, that is really tough. Okay, I'm going to go broad here. Okay. I think one of the biggest mistakes they make is that they get started without a strategy mm-hmm. and then it fails and they quit. And that usually happens pretty quickly within yes. a couple of weeks. Right, right. And so I don't know how many times I've said it takes months. Give it six months. You need to because otherwise you won't know if it's working. And if you don't have a strategy, it it probably isn't going to work anyway. So I see that one a lot. I um, Yesterday, someone posted something in Facebook about infographics. Like, what is this, 2014? I said, hey, they do great on Pinterest. Mm-hmm. And so the response was, oh, I, last time I was on Pinterest was three months ago, and it was by accident. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I quoted that that statistic about it being the number two driver of social referral traffic. And somebody from a very famous... Um, lead generation software said, if that's true, I, I might give it a try. Give me those stats. So, um, yeah, that is just a lot of, of lack of awareness and lack mm-hmm. of understanding of the platform. I know that I don't know if that was cheating because that's pretty broad, but that's got to be the biggest one I see. No, I think that is, you know, strategy awareness 
understanding. Those are kind of the big things. Just get a general overview understanding of how Pinterest works before you dive in. Yeah. Because then I think this leads into number two, because what happens is people then start pinning small horizontal images or just pinning images of their products. It's like they're slapping as many pins uh, up to Pinterest being like, something's got to work. Like just get it up there. Right. And and I did hear somebody at social media marketing world said last year when I was here, I learned how to add a link to my pin images. And I thought, okay, you're the one. (laughs) You're the one who's uploading images with no link. (laughs) You know, what's really interesting actually about this, because that is another mistake. So mm-hmm. there we've identified three right there. I went to this author's page. He's actually a really well-known person that teaches people how to be better writers. I will not list his name. Um, but he had a great board of quotes. And they were either quotes of people on his podcast or quotes of himself about writing. And they were great. They were even pin images. And I was like, right on. Out of the quote board of 252 pins, one linked back to his site. Oh, no. Every other one was just a picture. It was a dead link. And I was like, no, because I actually wanted to use them for a client's content. Like it was good, supportive content Mm -hmm. because they had a board about writing. Oh, it was so disappointing. I mean, every all 251 of these amazing quotes could have gone back to his site. I wouldn't have even cared if it was the homepage at that point. Like just link to something on your site. Let's start there. All right, but did you tell him? No, I should. I've thought about it. You know, I did think about it, but then I thought, I don't know. Sometimes I get emails like that, and some are super helpful. I love them. I guess it's all in how I word it. Yeah, but sometimes you you can do it, no problem. Yeah, and I think he's got great stuff, and so I'm really sad that I can't share some of it because I really want to. So anyway, link to your uploaded image. So so let's go back a, a little bit. So people doing the horizontal images, Mm -hmm. you have to do vertical images, have to. And the standard size is 735 by 1100. Stick there, 735, 1100, write that down. And then create an image. It doesn't have to be like even amazing. Just go with, I almost want to say like, just start with that size and then we'll work on quality later. But I know that's not right. (laughs) Well, it's, it's a start. It is a start. You did actually bring up a really good point right before we went on. What are some other things you see people pinning? Uh, Oh, yeah. I see people using it like Instagram. So Mm -hmm. posting pictures of company parties or projects that aren't really visual and just act, you know, treating it like a Facebook update or an Instagram post. And that's not what people want. Mm hmm. I have to quickly apologize for the saw sound that is outside my office. <laughs> yes. Yes. We are building. There we go. We are building an addition on our house and there is um, large amounts of concrete and wood and people in my yard and large blue tarps. So anyway, I, well, I just want you to know that I refrained from screaming when the cat had a lizard in the hallway just now. Oh. <laughs> okay. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're just doing we're batting a thousand here. Yep. Um 
Okay, so pinning um, pictures of company party, using it like yeah. Instagram. Yeah, yes. just not understanding why people go on Pinterest and why they would save or click on your, your picture. They they just don't care about your company history. Right. And, you know, Instagram is very much a community builder, mm-hmm. and Pinterest is an evergreen content place. Yeah. It's about saving resources. Yes, exactly. What is, what's another one that you see people missing out on? Okay, well, this one I just, you know, it's not going to kill you. But in, in profile descriptions, sometimes I'll see people put a link at the end of their description. And it's not clickable. And it's very, to me anyway, highly mm-hmm. unlikely that someone's going to copy it and paste it. So you're just taking up space. There's not all that much room in, for your profile description. So no. I, I don't know. I don't really like taking up that room for a link that doesn't work. Which Elise and I were talking about this before. <laughs> because I actually have a link in my description that goes to my email page. And so I was like, what? Because Elisa had never told me this. <laughs> that she thinks this way. But I I will Our respectfully disagree with her here. Oh. I do I do agree it's not clickable. Um but if you're going to put a link, I would definitely say don't put a link to your website because there already oh, is already one. Yeah. It's already it's already there. But if you wanna try it, you can do a bitly link for like a month and you see how many people click on it. Which that's a note to self. I need to go look at mine. I was going to ask you. <laughs> I know. So I is know. it working? Okay. Well, no, is it working? Okay. I need to go look. Okay. But um, my theory was, okay, I want to get people on my email list and I want to show them that I have a freebie. And I really like my planner. Yeah. So I thought, well, I will link to it. And I heard somebody else said that they had good success with it as well. So mm-hmm. I will say success needs to be quantified as much lower than other areas where you can put that link. But yeah. something worth testing. Just yeah, to see, see, I would probably create a board that was just my mm-hmm. offers and, and yes. use that as your little showcase. Yeah, definitely. Because I have my planner in a couple of different pins with different pin images, and I actually promote that. Okay. So I haven't promoted it in a while since everything changed over there, but I need to hop in again. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I get a lot of questions about, and I don't know if you get questions about this, but is people not using a business account. And I've heard two reasons for this. One, there was something ha- happened on Facebook and this is where all good rumors about Pinterest start. There is something that happened on Facebook where people converted to a business profile and they lost all their traffic. And huh. so they are concerned that if they can convert to business account, they will lose their traffic. You and I both know that's uh-uh. not true. And you can never take what works on Facebook and apply it to Pinterest. That's true. That does, does, does not work. And Pinterest does have in its terms of service that if you're going to do any business on Pinterest or sell things or promote things, you have to have a business account. So, yeah, And you need those analytics. Mm-hmm. And you need to be able to promote pins. So. Yep. Yes. Promoted pins. Yeah. What are some other things that you see? Well, I, I think this one goes back to blogging and content strategy, but just not thinking about Pinterest at all in their blog posts, which, you know, maybe Pinterest doesn't matter to them right now, but if they're trying to use Pinterest, you really need to have 
it worked in with your blogging strategy. So mm. not just having a pinnable image, although that is super important and sadly underused, but I, I would consider is the blog post title really the best text to use on your image? So sometimes mm. my my text on my pinnable image doesn't match my blog post title. And I, right. I think that, that makes sense for people to, to think about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do the same thing because sometimes you'll see people writing like a novel on top yeah. of their pinnable image. Yeah. I think people just scroll on past that. I think so too. Or I think we're just, we're lazy. <laughs> yes, we are. But but I think, you know, with the rumors going around that I feel are, are somewhat confirmed by Christy Hill, that Pinterest is seriously considering mm-hmm. removing descriptions from the feed entirely, yes. that we're going to have to get better at that text on image, which makes me very sad. It does. So for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, um, on some accounts, we actually have one or two accounts in our client network that when you go into their home feed, all you see is a series of images. Whereas for most people's home feeds, you see the pin image, then right below it, you see the rich pin and the pin description. Or sometimes you don't see the rich pin because it's actually just from a basic user. But you will still see text right underneath the photo. So if the photo is blank, you tend to default to the text to look to see what is this about. Well, Pinterest has been toying with this idea of moving to a home feed and it actually shows up on your boards too. So your when you click on one of your boards, you actually don't see any, any words in there as well. So doing away with removing these in the home feed. And a lot of us thought, oh, maybe they won't do it. But what I have seen is that when Pinterest tests something, they always end up doing it. Yeah. And so it's kind of... Like what's going to, it's, it's just right in on the wall. Okay. We're, we're testing this, but it's going to, it's going to happen. So Christy Hill is someone in my Facebook group who does Google analytics reportings quarterly. And she was at a conference last week with a guy from Pinterest and she asked him and he didn't give a direct answer, but he did give a pretty good answer and indication that they're doing away with all of those descriptions, which you can still see them. Mm-hmm. So if you click on the pin and you know how when you click on it now you get a little more info, you'll still be able to do that and see the rich pin and the pin description, but you just will not see it in the home feed or when you hop onto your boards. It will literally be just images. And it is hard to read. But, you know, somebody made a good point this week, last week at the conference, actually, that she thought users wouldn't mind, that they really wouldn't care. I thought, really? hmm, I don't know. I need to ask my friends. Mm-hmm. I think as a user, I will care. Because you wonder, what, what am I going to get when I click on this thing? Yes. I'll say that people will probably get a lot more impressions. Because when you do a close-up of a pin, is that an impression, too? Oh, that's a good question. See, I don't know if they've ever distinguished between the two. And I think they might have to distinguish between the two now. Well, they do in promoted pins. Yes, that's true. A close-up or whatever. Uh-huh. That makes, then, a lot of businesses don't have rich pins. So they right. might get a business account, but they never go to install rich pins, which I think those will make even more of a difference now when it comes to search. Because... We don't see them? I don't know. What's your thoughts on that? I don't know. I mean, sometimes it feels like they are looking at what is in the image to to figure out how to characterize it 
by keyword. And mm-hmm. we know they, they know what they're looking at, right? So mm-hmm. if they see a blender in an image, but your description doesn't say anything about blender, is it still going to show up in a blender keyword search? I think it might. Uh, yeah, it might. It's a good yeah. point. They're getting pretty advanced over there. They are. It'll definitely probably show up in related pins. Mm-hmm. I've seen the related pins track really well with what's on the image yeah. as opposed to what's in the description. Kind of blows my mind how smart they are. <laughs> it does. It, and it really, honestly, to think about it, you think, what are they going to be doing in the next four to five years? Yeah. What will they have the capability to read and to know about habits? And Pinterest is this such a unique platform that a lot of people, a lot of people use for the bookmarking. A lot of people use every day. There's a lot of users on there. Yeah. That's how I started there. Yeah. Yeah. How most of us did, right? Well, I guess not most of us, but I did too. I mean, I thought it wouldn't go anywhere. I thought this, this is useless. This little <laughs> platform. No one's going right. to like it. My friend Bobby was making these like amazing outside candle chandelier things that Ooh. she'd seen on there. And I thought, well, that's cool, but why do I need to save it? Like I just got all these bookmarks tabs across my computer. That's where I'll save it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But they were on to something. You were. Um, what else? Well, I think people equating follower count with success. Yes. So, I mean, yeah, we all like follower count, but it's a terrible, terrible metric when you're looking at Pinterest. Um, I have a brand new client who has almost no followers on Pinterest, mm-hmm. but let me just look at how many. He's got some good. We've seen that too. Oh my goodness. Good, good traffic. Yeah, he's got like 400 followers and this month he's had 2,500 sessions from Pinterest. Nice. And he's not even doing anything. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that's his highest refer, so it's kind of crazy. Yes, I would say that is a good thing that businesses make the mistake of putting so much emphasis on followers. In fact, I've heard of people buying followers to look more appealing. Oh dear. And I just would highly caution against that. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. And that's, I mean, that's the kind of nice thing about the smart feed and everything else is that you, you don't have to have a gazillion followers. I think it helps still, you know, cause you mm-hmm. still have a little bit greater chance of getting your stuff seen, but certainly doesn't, doesn't mean everything. And for some people too, I know they work with brands and brands put a heavy emphasis on followers mm-hmm. cause they think that will mean more impressions, but yeah. It's not always, I mean, somebody could have 100,000 followers and get the same amount of traffic as somebody with 10,000 followers. Really doesn't make that big of a difference. Nope. Um, I think this is something that where people miss the mark, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on it too, is too many random boards that don't fit their niche or niche, however people say that. (laughs) Right. Yes. Um, and is it GIF or GIF? I don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to, yeah, I'll have to agree with you on that one. I just, uh, it's amazing what you see out there, like a, a relationship site with a board about, um, what was it? Our wedding or our baby or, but it was like theirs, like not for mm-hmm. the business. It was very much a personal board on a business account. Mm-hmm. And that's why you have personal accounts or secret boards. Yes. Yeah. And a lot of people tried to sweep super wide. You know, yeah. uh, I think there was 
somebody that taught Pinterest marketing, like pre smart feed that said have one of every board. So it oh, doesn't matter. DIY pets, weddings, yes. target them all. You know, and sometimes if I'm doing an account audit or something and I'll see, oh, this person really loves posting to this board. I will mm-hmm. try my hardest to make it fit. Yes. <laughs> right? mm-hmm. So sometimes, and sometimes you can, you just kind of rework it a little bit to fit the brand so mm-hmm. they can still keep pinning what they love. Right. Sometimes it just has to go away. Agreed. Like I have a, I think when I was recording the master course, in there, we were talking about boards and I said something like, you know, if you are like a blogger about cats, I don't know if there's a really good place for you to have stuff about horses. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just two just don't seem like they go together to me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't know if a cat lover is really going to be searching for horse stuff. Well, but a, I could be wrong. I don't know. A horse person could absolutely have cats. That is true. There's some good crossover there. There could Maybe be. cats and dogs. Maybe those, those two are yeah. uh, no, opposed I, to each I other. I absolutely get, get your point. But mm-hmm. yeah. There, you yeah. know, did you know more people follow the, the interest of dogs than follow cats on Pinterest? Oh, really? Yeah. My kids are always forcing me to search cute kitten pictures. Hint, hint, That's mom. like my top hint. search prediction name. Oh. Like whenever I pull up my phone, my kids have been searching cute <laughs> cat pictures you need to get them a cat no i do i have two electronic cats they are called zoomer kitties and they they are great and then they run out of batteries and i don't have to listen to them for a little bit and then we plug them in i'm horrible um so we've gone through a lot there so using small horizontal pictures not understanding how the platform works just pinning products too many random boards, not using yeah. a business account or rich pins, um, pictures of company parties, <laughs> not really hitting the mark. Um, impatience. Impatience. Yeah. So mindset. You would yeah. say pe- businesses go in with the wrong mindset. Yeah. And, the you know, the, we talked about follower account, too. That doesn't matter mm-hmm. a whole lot. Right. Yeah. And then, I mean, you had one that was just pinning products and... This one is, I think, is really tough for those e-commerce businesses out there who have, yeah. you know, a thousand, two thousand products, mm-hmm. but they don't really necessarily have the the budget to blog. Mm. I know that I, that's probably like a foreign idea to you because everybody you work with no, it seems like creates such great content. It's true, but I appreciate the perspective though because you're right. If you have, you know, two thousand products, yeah, what do you do? Yeah, well, you do pin the products. But you also get lifestyle images, right? Because mm. those convert at 170% the conversion rate of product images. Okay. So the, the other thing you could do, like Tina, our friend Tina mm-hmm. Gammon, used to mm. do for the company she worked for, and, and this is something I suggested to a new client today, is just like, like a mini blog post. So rather than doing a thousand word treatise <laughs> mm-hmm. on whatever, you could just do a really nice pinnable image that might be a collage of the items that you have that work together in a, in a really inspiring kind of way. So maybe it could be a, a color palette or it could be you know, ways to freshen up your mm. living room for spring or how to set the perfect Easter table. And then just write like your best 300 word description of it and call right. that a blog post. Yeah, I think you've got to do something like that, but I don't think you necessarily have to 
invest a gazillion dollars in content marketing either. I totally agree with you. I think it can be just like that fertilizer guy I was talking to Mm -hmm. is I had suggested to him, you could do your top five organic fertilizers. They're the top best organic fertilizers for kids and talk about just two sentences really as to why you think each one of these products you sell is a good organic option for kids. Oh, that was a good one. Because, yeah. I mean, if a mom, you know, right now, especially this time, when it's kind of starting to get sunny, would want to <laughs> send their kids outside, but the lawn looks terrible and needs right. to fertilize. But you're like, well, I want them to go out and roll in the grass, but I don't want them to get, you know, yeah, whatever on them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's a good topic. So I think sort of related to that would be that, Um, A lot of people are surprised that you can pin your products or your articles more than once and to more than one board. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm agree. I hear that a lot and a lot of fear for some reason over pinning something twice. Mm. You know, they think, can I pin it again? That's, I mean, I feel like that's a big, big question that I get. And I always tell people, absolutely, because... Very rarely is a user going to hop onto your board and say, "Mm, I've seen this twice. I'm out. Unfollow. Right. I don't really, half the time they're not even going to notice. But if you go onto a board and the entire board is filled with the same pin, then I might get turned off a little bit. Like, what? This doesn't, it doesn't look right. Right. I'm not annoyed by it, but it's just weird that it would be the same exact pin on there. Yeah, careless. Yes. And it looks like it's like set on auto, like somebody's Mm -hmm. not actually paying attention to the account. Right. Yeah. I do like to, to put a few pins in between my own pins or in between instances of my own pins. Yeah. Just so it looks Mm -hmm. like I care about more than just myself. I should actually try it and see about pinning like the same pin in a week. Like to multiple boards. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I feel like we have wrapped up some good. We've we've touched on some good ones here. Yeah. Anything so. else that you would add? Uh, not that I can think of. I think, um, yeah, don't do those things. No. And I will say to follow up, if you're somebody who's listening in your business and you're like, I don't even know where to start, both Elisa and myself offer one-hour consults. And Elisa works a lot with, she likes pet companies. So if you're a pet person, you should hit up Elisa because clearly I have electronic animals, <laughs> so I'm not your person. But um, and e-commerce, she really gets that too. I definitely get the blogging side of things. So both of us have completely different perspectives based on our experience on Pinterest. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely I'll put the links in the show notes for you guys to be able to book a one hour consult with us, but they are very informative and they'll at least give you a great foundation to start on. And we would highly encourage you to do that first before you just run into Pinterest and make all these mistakes because they are hard to come back from sometimes, especially if you spend a year doing it the wrong way, you know, pinning small images, not using a business account or pinning pictures of your company party. So we want to make sure that you actually start out the right way. So go ahead and go to the show notes. That's simplepinmedia.com slash 47. 
and you can get links to both Elisa and I and get more info and yeah, learn how to connect with us. So is there anything else you have to add, Elisa? Well, okay. One thing did come to mind, Kate. Mm -hmm. All right. So I was looking at my Google Analytics for every person I still have access to, and that means old clients, clients who haven't signed up yet, people I don't even remember who they are. And I was looking at uh, the Pinterest traffic. So I looked at this one account for a nutritionist I used to have, but haven't pinned for him in two years. I can guarantee you he hasn't either. Mm -hmm. Well, his website traffic from Pinterest is crazy. He still gets way more traffic from Pinterest than anything else, you know, everything else combined. And his traffic went up by 44% this year, even though he hasn't been pinning. I know, it kind of makes me mad. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, hmm, kind of mixed feelings about that. Yeah, I know. But I guess my point is that it is worth the investment, right? Yeah. So the work you put in now is going to pay off and it will keep paying off for years. Agreed. Wise words to end on, for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Elisa. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.